Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord all across this building. Oh, come on, somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. Somebody give him worship for a few more moments. Come on, there's a wonderful touch of Jesus in this house. Hallelujah. Somebody needed to hear those words. Amen. Why don't you lift up your hands all across the building? Hallelujah. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Hallelujah. He's here right now. He's a very present help. Even in the time of your trouble, would you lift up your hands and pray all across the building? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. There's somebody in this building. You need God. In fact, there's more than one person. You need God to move in your life. You need God to touch you right now. I want you to lift up your voice and pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Come on. Somebody press in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is able. God is able. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands one more time. Hallelujah in Jesus' wonderful name, in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. In this wonderful season that we are in, getting ready as we are entering into what they call the holiday season. Amen. Or as we can call it, the holy day season. Amen. And uh, hope and trust that everybody had an incredible Thanksgiving, and uh, amen. This was a little bit lively church today, so you must not have had too much turkey. Amen. You might have been blessed to work it off over the last few days and getting ready for your New Year's resolution, but who knows? Amen. That's what I just say during the holiday season. I'm just bulking. I'm bulking up for my future season in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn open to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, good to see all of our guests and our visitors, there have been so many uh, returning faces and friendly faces, or maybe we haven't seen in a little while, it's good to see all in the house of the Lord in Jesus' name, praise God. Hebrews chapter 11, and verse number 1, Hebrews 11 and 1, the Bible declares this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Let's read that together real quick. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not seen. Everybody say, now faith. That's what I'm going to preach to us for a few moments today on that subject. Now faith. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray all across the building. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your voice and let's pray. Hallelujah. As we enter into your sanctuary today, God, we have come, amen, with one intention to get everything we can from you, everything we can from this service, Lord. Come on, somebody press and pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Lord, we've come, amen, to get a hold of every revelation you have for us and every word you have for us, God. We're going to cling to every last bit of it, God. We're giving you great praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated here today for a few moments. Man, now 
faith. Jesus said that the kingdom of God does not come by observation. It does not come by what you and I can see. It does not necessarily come by what you and I can pick up with each and every one of our senses. The kingdom does not come by eyesight. In fact, the Bible declares that we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, let me just say this for a little clarification. I am not talking about faith in yourself. That's called confidence. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about somebody else that you have faith in. When the Bible's talking about faith, it's either talking about one of two things. It's either talking about the faith. Everybody say the faith. The faith is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. One God and Father who's above all, through all, and in you all. When we talk about the faith, amen, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God to salvation to everyone that believes, amen. I want to tell you about the faith for a moment, amen. We've got to be stern in the faith. We've got to be steadfast in the faith, amen. Nobody's going to trick me out of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Let me just say that for some folks in the back. Nobody's going to trick me out of the kingdom. I know too much to go back now. I've learned too much. I've prayed too much. I've can I talk to somebody about the faith? You come too late to tell me there's more than one God. I want you to know unequivocally and undeniably uh, there is only one Lord. And his name is? His name is Jesus, the name that's above every name. I want to tell you, there's not two, there's not three. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. Come on, somebody. If there's anything to get excited about, it's the faith. I've got the faith. There's only one way to be saved. You've got to repent of your sins. You gotta turn from your wicked ways, the Bible would say. You gotta be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ as it washes it all away, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Is anybody excited about the faith? Somebody clap your hands if you're thankful to be a part of the faith. Don't let this postmodern, post-Christian, amen, world tell you that we can have interfaith. Hallelujah. Coexist. Last time I checked, half the religions want to kill the other. Amen. You can't coexist with a lie. The Bible would declare, amen, what fellowship has light with darkness? Amen. It's a rhetorical question. The moment you flip on the lights, the darkness runs away. What, what communion has Christ with the devil? There is no communion. There is no fellowship. Amen. Because the moment Jesus shows up, the Bible says, no flesh shall glory in his presence. Hallelujah. And when you bring in the faith, amen, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The reason people wanted to crucify him is because he was declaring that he was the only way. He was the only truth, and he was the only life. 
which let everybody know that if you are outside of the faith, you do not have the truth, and you do not have the way, and you do not have the life. But I got good news for you. It doesn't matter what your starting point is, whether it's a Trinitarian Baptist church or whether or not, amen, it's a Buddhist temple. I want you to know you can come into this and you can be a part of the faith. Amen. It doesn't matter how many generations of Catholics were in your family. You don't have to crawl to this altar. You don't have to pray to a statue. You don't have to do penance. When you come to this altar, you can receive the power of God through the Holy Ghost as well as anybody else in this building. You can be a part of the faith. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. Amen, there is the faith, but then there's faith. Amen, faith, amen, in God. Faith is what we walk by. Yes, we live in the faith, but we walk by faith. Hallelujah. We live in the faith. I was born again in the faith, and I, in Jesus' name, will die in the faith. I will finish my course. I'll run my race. Amen. And there will be a crown laid up in front of me. Amen. Because I kept the faith. But I also understand that I've got to walk in faith. Amen. Faith is the sixth sense. Amen. Faith helps you and I to see what others can't see. Faith helps us to feel what others don't feel. Faith helps us to hear what others have allowed themselves to become deaf to. Amen. I want to tell you, faith allows us to walk in ways and in places that other people thought impossible before time. I want you to know that when you walk by faith, you are able, amen, to step outside of the natural. You and I step outside the ordinary. We step outside of what everybody else does. Everybody's got eyes, but not everybody's got vision. Everybody's got ears on their head, but the Bible declares he that has an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Everybody's got a mouth, and they can talk doubt, and they can gossip, and they can talk about everything they don't like. But I want to tell you, when you walk by faith, you can speak to that mountain, be thou removed and cast into a sea. And I'm preaching to anybody today, and there's something you can do that others can't do, and there's only one difference between you and everybody else. I'm walking by faith. I'm living by faith. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise on this Sunday afternoon. Come on, are you walking by faith today? Can you hear what I hear? Can you see what I see? Can you feel what I feel? Let your faith stretch out. Hallelujah. Faith is that sixth sense. Amen. That's why, amen, sometimes we need to bolster our faith. Amen. Because we can get so caught up in observation. We look around at what is present. Amen. Not Christmas presents. Hallelujah. In fact, maybe that's the problem. You ain't seen no Christmas presents for a while. Amen. It's coming. Amen. My favorite day of the year is December 26th. My wife's favorite day of the year is December 25th, so hallelujah. And uh, when you live without faith and you don't live by faith, you live by observation. What do I see? What do I feel? 
What do I hear with my natural eyes, with my natural ears, with my carnal mind, with my unregenerated mind? The Bible says the carnal mind is the enemy of God. Do you know a carnal mind is not always a sinful mind? Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes a carnal mind is when, you, when you've got yourself so wrapped up, uh, amen, as the Bible declares, as in the cares of this life. Amen. What, what that does is it's not necessarily a sin to worry about the cares of this life, but what the danger is is that it is the antithesis to faith, and it is going to fight against your faith and everything God is trying to do. The Bible says the cares of this life choke the word of God. And the Bible declares faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you, when you let the cares of light choke the word, it chokes out your faith. This is why we can't allow ourselves, uh, amen, to get dormant. Uh, and we can't allow our faith to die. And we can't allow our mind to get carnal and wrapped up. Uh, amen, everybody's got bills to pay. Uh, but somewhere in the day, you ought to give God praise. And somewhere throughout the week, you ought to pray and ask God to help you see beyond what you see and hear beyond what you hear and observe more than what you can see with your natural eyes because I don't want my faith to get choked up amen when I look around at my present circumstance I think to myself man this is all there is but I want to tell you faith is the antithesis of the present the present realities the present problems what has been and what currently is is trying to kill my faith in what God can do and what God will do. When I allow, amen, present circumstances to dictate what God can do and what God will do, I have allowed, amen, the present of the, the natural, the present natural, if, I, if you will, what is naturally there when I look around and observe, I have allowed that to dictate what has been and what always will be. And now my past has a future, amen, and now I think it's been this way for so long, it could never change, amen. But I want to tell you, when you have faith and you walk by faith, amen, it looks at everything and it doesn't observe the present like you and I do. It says this might be how it was, but this does not mean it's how it always has to be. Hallelujah. Can I preach to somebody? You've lived for so long with disappointments and denials and things that have just delayed what God wants to do in your life. And you think, well, it hasn't happened up to today. And we've been waiting and we've been waiting and we've been waiting. And still, it seems like we're always going to be waiting. When I look around where I am in the present, I look and observe and I see all of the markers of life. And I've got a tally and I've got a graph and I've got a sheet that tells me it didn't work out here and it didn't work out there. And I've got a good record. Amen. But when we walk by faith, amen, we can step into our present reality with a future reality called faith. That says what is is not determining what will be. And what has been has no bearing on the future. And just because that's how it's been time and time again does not mean that God won't come through now. And just because it hasn't happened today doesn't mean it won't happen tomorrow. And just 
Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. The present circumstance has a way of killing our faith if we let it. That's if we walk around in the carnal mind. But when we look at faith from the biblical model, faith is only valid in the present. I'm going to help somebody today and just do a little treaching. Your faith from last year is not valid today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Your faith from 10 years ago is not valid today. And as I've talked about multiple times, your faith 10 years from now, a year from now, a week from now, after the report comes in good, uh, after everything turns around, uh, amen, I want to tell you, your faith a week from now, a year from now, in the future is not valid. It's no longer considered faith. Uh, amen, as I've said before, you can't be a bandwagon Christian where you think to yourself, I'll wait until it happens, and then I'll believe God. I came to help somebody today. Amen. I want to tell you, there's only one area where faith is an operation. It's not in the past, and it's not in the future, but the only place that faith is an action is in the present. What do you mean, preacher? In the midst of present circumstances, where everything surrounding you by observation is impossible, where you've been declined, you've been denied, and things haven't worked out. I want to tell you, the only time that faith is valid and still able to work is right now somebody ought to shout and give God praise amen well what do you mean preacher you got to believe God today you got to believe God in the now you got to believe God in the present you got to believe God in the midst of it all you got to trust God's going to come through even though everything says he won't you got to believe God's able even when everything says God can't do it today somebody ought to shout and give God praise oh come on let's give God praise Come on. Come on. You got to believe God now. You got to believe God now. Well, I believe God then. No, you got to believe God now. Well, I'll believe God in the future. No, you got to believe God now. You got to hook your wagon now. You got to buckle up now and get ready in the now. Oh, somebody ought to give God praise. Faith is no longer faith when it comes to pass. For if we see... What do we have left to believe in? Hallelujah. If you see it come to pass, it is no longer faith. It is reality. It's not faith to believe God for a new job when you're currently in the new job. Hallelujah. It's not faith to believe God to come through with revival when there's hundreds of people pouring in through the building. Now is the day of salvation. Today is the time to believe God. Amen. If there's ever been a moment where we've got to realize that faith has an expiration date, it's right now. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Let me prove it to you. The Bible talks about, amen, there were four lepers at the gate. And they said, we're going to die here if we stay here. But if we go forward, we might die there. But we have a better chance over there. And the Bible declares that, amen, the prophet showed up and said, this time tomorrow, barley's going to be sold. Amen, it's going to be cheaper than it's ever been. Imagine it in modern day circumstances. Gas prices are going to be cheaper than they ever been this time tomorrow. And I look at you as crazy as you look at me, amen. And we think, there ain't no way about it. One man piped up and said, I, I'll believe God when I see it. And that man looked right back at him and said, Amen, as the Lord liveth, you're going to see it, but you'll never partake of it. Because there's some things you can't have faith tomorrow. You've got to have faith now. You've got to have I don't know who I'm preaching to, but the Lord sent me into this house to tell you, it's now faith, not yesterday faith, not tomorrow faith. you got to have faith right now. Can you believe with me when everything looks dire? Can you have faith with me when everything looks bad? Can you believe with me right now? Somebody ought to shout and give God praise. Oh, somebody ought to praise God for a moment right now, right where you're living, right where your bank account is, right where your doctor report is, right where everything in your life is happening, right when your present circumstance doesn't line up with what God told you. you got to believe God now. Somebody ought to lift up your hands and magnify the Lord. Come on, let's pray. Come on. Come on. Faith has an expiration date. Don't say I'll wait until the expiration date and then I'll buckle in and then I'll get hooked up to it and then I'll trust God. It'll be too late at that point to have faith and get the reward of faith, but you can trust him now. Come on, somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. I got a lot we could preach right now, but I feel the Holy Ghost moving in this house. Amen. Talking to people about their faith right now. Your faith right now. Your faith in this season. Your faith in this moment. Your faith in this hour. Your faith right where you are. Amen. Men, faith from yesterday will expire by today. I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm so thankful that God's mercies are not, not new yesterday. Aren't you? I'm so thankful God's mercies aren't new last year. Man, that'd be some, that'd be some terrible mercy. Amen. God said, I got you covered last week, but today. You messed up one too many times today. And my mercy is good and it's sufficient for you last year. But today, amen, there's some people live like that. That's how your faith is in operation. Amen, that you believe God can take care of 20 years ago, but you messed up this week. And you're wondering whether or not God will ever love you. I want to tell you, the same God that died for you for what you were last year is the same God that died for you while you were yet a sinner 2,000 years ago before you were ever born. In the midst of your biggest mistake today, he said, that's the moment. Man, now, faith. Faith is no longer faith when it comes to pass. At that point, it's reality. You can't believe God for yesterday and say, well, I had faith 20 years ago. Amen. I want to tell you, it expires. Every morning, you got to wake up with a fresh renewing of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Let me just preach to some folks on a level they understand. You can't say you're faithful to your spouse just because you were faithful for 20 years, but you weren't today. You can't say you had faith because you had faith for 20 years, but today in the moment when you need it the most, you let it fade and fall by the side. No, you got to say, God, I'm waking up today. Even if you dropped the ball yesterday, I'm waking up today, and I'm going to have faith today, and I'm going to trust God today, and I'm going to believe God today. You want to be righteous? I'll tell you what the Bible says. Abraham believed God, and God said that faith is righteous. Amen. I want to tell you that God can take your faith and say that's the right thing to do. You can have faith today in the midst of opposition, and God says that's righteous. I honor that. I... Amen. Let me help somebody. We operate in God through faith. You don't do anything in God through your doubt. You don't do anything in God through unbelief. You don't do anything in God. You might be able to do that in your marriage and in your life. That's fine. It's called pessimism. Pessimism doesn't work with God. Amen. The currency of the kingdom is faith. You're going to have to walk by faith, live by faith, talk by faith. You're going to have to think in faith. Amen. There's some people all this week, you've been talking pessimistically and you've been thinking pessimistically. And Amen. I want to tell you, as Brother Claiborne said, that all pessimism is, is faith in your fears. Amen. Faith in the wrong outcome. I want to tell you that somewhere along the lines, you've got to transfer that faith from the worst outcome. Amen. Instead of saying what's, amen, this is the worst that could happen. I want you to start thinking, amen, according to faith in God, what's the greatest that could happen? What's the best that could happen? Amen, it doesn't take much faith to believe in worst-case scenarios, but it sure takes faith to say, what can God do? Amen, yes, worst-case scenario, nobody gets healed, but best-case scenario, we're on the front page of the news because somebody's cancer-free. Worst case scenario, I don't get the job, but best case scenario, I get the job and a promotion. Worst case scenario, the business fails, but best case scenario, God blesses my family to be a blessing. Worst case scenario, I go out on the mission field and it doesn't work out, but best case scenario, God plants me in a city that needs revival. Somebody ought to let your faith rise. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Let your faith rise this afternoon. Operate in your faith. Operate in your faith. Amen. It's easy to get excited when you come to church and it feels like it's been feeling around here for a while. But my homies are the ones that when it was feeling a little tight and a little tough, Pastor, we're going to get this. <laughs> we're going to have revival. Amen. You may not have seen it, but I saw it a long time ago. I saw people getting excited about God again. I, I saw people getting on fire that others said there's no way they're going to get on fire. I saw people getting consecrated. I saw people's lives coming up. Amen. Several notches that they thought never was possible. Amen. I want to tell you, you may not have believed with me, but I believed in God, and I'll walk until I see it. I have faith then, but I still have faith now. And next week, if the Lord tarries, I have faith then, but it won't be last year's faith. It'll be now faith. We walk 
by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Let me just help somebody for a moment. There will never be a perfect moment. There will never be a perfect opportunity. Everything that glitters is not gold. Sometimes it's fool's gold. And if you wait for opportunity, you will be left behind. But if you have faith that in the midst of there not being opportunity and nothing but opposition uh, and there's nothing but giants of the land, uh, God says not only are you going into that, uh, but you're going to own property. That mountain's yours, Caleb. And, and not only that, Joshua, you're not only going to go into it, you're going to bring everybody else with you. But it starts by somebody having faith now when nobody else does. It's being the two that said we just trust God. We believe God. God. Yes, we've seen the opposition, but we know that with God's help, we are well able. Somebody ought to shout for a moment. Somebody ought to give God praise. Oh, some, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to praise God. Come on, I, I believe God. I believe God. I have faith in God. I have faith in God. I have faith in the God that made the mountain, not the mountain itself. I have faith in the God that made the body, not the disease that's destroying the body. I have faith in God that owns everything, not the bank or the economy. I have faith in God. Bible says Abraham journeyed by faith, not knowing where he went. But his faith was to walk anyways. Even when his present feelings told him to walk away and go back home. God called Peter to walk out on the water when it was a sunny day out. No. Because we all think that. God's going to call us out when it's perfect. He leads me beside still waters. See, some of y'all have that David faith, David life. I have had the Peter life. He doesn't call me when it's a perfect opportunity, perfect time. He calls me to leave everything behind when I just bought the house, just got the promotion, everything working out. He says, all right, now leave it all behind and risk it all. Come on, somebody. Don't, don't leave it. Don't, don't, don't go ahead and say, I'm going to believe God now. No, God doesn't always call us out on still waters. In fact, God called out Peter during the worst time. Amen. It was not still waters. It wasn't frozen like an ice rink. He wasn't skating out there walking on ice. No, God called him into waters that were so violent and turbulent that it threatened to sink the boat that was buoyant to begin with. It threatened to kill everybody on board. It was a terrible time. It was not a good moment. But Jesus called and said, Peter, come out under this water. Can I preach to somebody? He looked around and said, the wind's a little wild. The waves are a little wild. We're going down. But Jesus is calling right now. And I'm 
not going to have faith a week from now. He said, all right, Jesus, I'm going to have faith right now. And he stepped out of the boat. There's some folks God's been calling to you, and you're waiting for a perfect opportunity, but there is no perfect opportunity coming. You're waiting for God to give you 15 more signs and a paycheck. Ain't 15 signs coming or a paycheck. You're going to have to step out and say, God, it doesn't make sense, but you spoke it. I don't understand what's happening, but I've got now faith. Not next week, not last week, but right now. Somebody stand across the middle, lift up your hands. Come on, somebody lift up your voice. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Somebody needs to pray right now. Pray that right now. Now faith, God. Now faith, God. I have faith from last year, but I need faith now. Somebody pray. Hallelujah. Come on. It's not a good opportunity, not a convenient season. But you can say yes right now. You can say, God, by faith right now, I'm going to step in faith. I'm going I'm to believe God right now. Somebody pray right now. Come on, there's some folks. You've let your faith expire. Faith from last year is not going to carry you through this year. Faith from 2021 will not carry you through to 2022. You're going to need to get some faith right now. You're going to need to bolster your faith right now. In the midst of everything going crazy and haywire, you're going to have to have faith right now. Let me talk to you about now faith. Let me show you how now faith works and when it shows up. The Bible says that Jairus asked Jesus to come heal his daughter. And he starts walking on his way. But halfway there, somebody shows up and says, don't bother the master. Your daughter's already dead. It's an opportunity. You can choose to believe whoever you want. I have no doubt the messenger was right. He knew what he saw. He knew what he experienced. He knew the daughter was dead. But Jesus looked right back at the man and says, fear not, only believe. Somebody needs to convert their fears into faith right now. If you're ever going to see God come through, amen, as he's promised, you cannot give up now. You've come halfway. You've come this far. Amen. But as, as, as Brother Poindexter once said, I didn't come this far just to come this far. I didn't come this far, amen, just to only go as far as I am right now. But I've come this far so I can go all the way. If God promised, uh, amen, these things, uh, I'm going to keep walking in. You can, you can stay there in your fear if you want, but this preacher's going to walk in faith. Uh, I made it up in my mind. I'm going to have faith right now. What do you mean right now? He just told me it's dead. He just told me it's not going to live. He just told me it's not going to work. But I have faith right now that in spite of it all, I'm going to walk and see a revival. I'm going to walk and see somebody get up from the dead. I'm going to walk and see somebody get healed. You can stay here if you want with the rest of the crowd. But right now, you've got to make a decision. In the midst of it all, Jesus comes by and says, have faith. Man, Jesus, I had faith about 20 minutes ago. You know what I'm talking about? You have great faith till you get a phone call? Come on. Man, I've come out of prayer meetings. Man, God's going to do it. Miracles are going to happen. Revival. And then I got a phone call. I said, man, I don't think I can live for God, Pastor. 
And I got a decision to make. Am I going to, well, maybe not. Or am I going to say, God, even in the midst of it, I'm going to have faith right now. I, I do know what it is to have faith. God said he's going to do X, Y, and Z and then get a report. I know what it is to wait a long time for all the things that God has blessed me with. Everybody else that just came easy. Can I preach to those that, that are sick and tired of everybody getting it easy? Come on. Just shows up for them. They just, they just got Amazon Prime from God. I, I, got, I don't even have USPS. They lost my package. They kicked it. And then 10 years later, God says, oh, by the way, here it is. And I got to figure out what's in the box and put the pieces back together. I, I didn't order a puzzle, but I guess I got one. Hallelujah. Now, now, maybe you don't understand what that's like, but I get that. All right. Some other folks understand what I'm talking about. Your package showed up a little late. Brother Jonathan didn't load it up on the truck too quick. Amen. Hallelujah. But, but I know what that is to be like, man, why does it happen so easy for everybody else? Why does it show up for everybody else? Because God's given some of us an opportunity, amen, to build our faith. Other people, everything happens by natural me. Everything happens when they, they just they just it just show up and it happens. But there's other people. God says, I want you to learn how to wait on me. And you're gonna get your strength from me and not from something else. You're gonna get your hope from me. Well, preacher, why do you have faith right now? You don't have any evidence that God's gonna come through. Well, I could go back to past experiences. That's valid. But it's not valid today, and I could go to what I believe God for in the future, but I'll tell you what it is. The Bible says that faith is a substance of the things we hope for. You want proof? It's the evidence of things not seen. Where's your proof in God? Some people would even say, where's your proof? God exists. The fact that there's almost 100 people in this building all worshiping God. Well, that's not scientific. Okay, sure, sounds great. But there's your proof. There's your evidence. I'll tell you what it is that people, in, I, want to, I want to tell you what the evidence is for your for people that are doubting, amen, for you. Amen. You don't need to doubt because there's a lot of people doubting for you. Amen. You need to have faith in God because no one else will do it but you. Amen. I want to tell you, there's a lot of people doubting what God's going to do. Amen. And you've got to say, you know what? Amen. I'll tell you where the evidence is. I have faith right now. Not, not, not faith when it happens. Everybody's going to get on your on your boat and say, man, I knew God could do it. I knew God was going to happen. It was going to happen. Amen. But you got to say right now, and I've got faith right now in the midst of it not working out, in the midst of it not happening. I've got faith now. I want to tell you, God's going to come through. I'll show you why. Because when it doesn't look like it, when it looks, it's worse. Amen. I've got faith right now. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. Somebody needs to go from their faith from before and their faith in the future to right now in this present. Amen. I don't live in the past. I don't live in the future. I live in the present. And God, right now, would you open up eyes so they can see what is beyond observation of the natural eye? Would you open up ears so they can hear what is beyond, amen, the sound, amen, of the natural? But God, would you open up their understanding, amen, to what you're speaking and what you're saying in this hour? Somebody pray right now. I'm done preaching. Somebody pray. Right now. Right now.
Come on, there's people right now. You're looking around you, and it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like a proper time. But God has sent a preacher. I prayed all night last, all night, last night. Amen. God sent a preacher to tell you. Amen. God wants you to let your faith rise right now. You need to start praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Building up your most holy faith. Amen. God's not calling for yesterday's faith. He's not calling for tomorrow's faith. He's not calling for someday faith. But he's saying, can you believe me where you are? Can you believe me? Amen. Do you have now faith in a not yet season do you have now faith when everything says not yet and not right now there's people here today that in the midst of being delayed and disappointed God's calling to you right now and saying have faith in me right now amen I want to tell you God is going to do it amen I want to have faith with you but I don't want to have faith with you two years from now when it comes to pass I want to have faith with you when you got the report in hand and you don't know what's going to happen but God is able to do it in the midst of everything falling apart right now somebody pray I want to open up this altar would you come to the front would you have to out your seats there's people you have had faith but your faith has started to die your faith has become dormant. Your faith has become disappointed. Your faith has started to just weaken. But God wants you to build up your holy faith. Would you come down to the front and say, God, in the midst of all of this, I am making a public declaration. I believe you now. Come on. When the doctor says it just doesn't look good. I believe God now. I believe God now. When the bank report says you're not going to be able to make it, I believe God now. When every friend and family member says you might turn around and change directions, but you know that the Lord spoke to you and confirmed it through his word and through other ministers, you need to claim it right now. Come on, somebody pray right now. I thought by now they'd fall. Come on, God's wanting to renew but faith right now. Come on, let him renew your faith right now. Let him renew your faith right now. Today, God. Waiting for come on, the promise might be 20 years come. old, but faith has got to be right now. Knowing faith has got to be today. For you have never failed me yet. Come on, somebody pray. Your promises. Come on, I believe revival's coming. Not in future tense. We're talking about right now. Revival's coming to your family, to your lost loved ones. I believe I'm God's going to fill up this building hands. and then to fill up the next one this and fill up the next one. I believe this now, having not been able to see the next building yet, but I believe him now. I believe him now. I believe him now. Come on. God's going to heal people of various diseases. God's going to deliver people of various demons and devils. It's going to happen, but I've got faith right now. Faith right now. Faith right now.